Matthew chapter 5, Jesus speaks of the subject of adultery. Verse 27. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. I moved to Dallas, Texas in 1960. That's the year the Dallas Cowboys football team was started. Tom Landry was their coach. At one point in time, some one of the high-ups in the organization of the Cowboys wanted to start having cheerleaders. Tom Landry was very against the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. And he did not want to do this. It was in the newspapers that he did not want to do this. He was a Baptist and very religious, and he thought this was a terrible thing. But the powers that be of the organization at that time overruled him and got these women to be cheerleaders, and they became enormously famous. It's gone downhill so much that it's even difficult for us living today to imagine Matthew 5, verse 28, where Jesus says, Whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. I've seen various movies where the camera would show a picture of a teenage girl's bedroom. The walls were just covered with pictures of men, posters, pictures of men. And as I've seen that, I've thought, well, I must have been terribly strange because I don't remember having any posters of men in my bedroom when I was a teenager. That was in the early 50s. Well, actually, I don't believe that I don't believe any of my friends had pictures of men on their walls in our little village in the early 50s. I think I would have noticed it. It was we've just gone down so fast. And a lot of this downward spiral it can't be turned. It cannot be turned. But a lot of this has to be because the roles ordained by God for men and women got so perverted. And today, women often are led to believe they are supposed to be like men and do the same thing men do and lust after men. And I see this only by television when they show bar scenes and stuff like that. It's just so different, even than what it was when I was a girl in the 1950s, early 50s. So when we read Matthew 5, it can really sound strange to us, and it probably shocks some of you that to even look on a woman 
to lust after her. The man has committed adultery with her already in his heart. And certainly women do this. When I was building the house in Lubbock, Texas, I took pictures of various stages of the house building. And I carried those with me to Houston on a trip to show two of our church members the house. One of our church members at that time looked at the pictures that I had brought. And we got to the picture of one of the workers. And she said, Ooh, can I have this picture? And then she turned to her husband who was standing there and said, Sorry, Edward. Sometimes these ways that men and women both act rub off on us where we think it's strange if we don't act that way. I don't know if Betty White, the actress, is still living, but she got to be so repulsive in her latter years because she was trying to act sexy. And it was just repulsive. Let's read Matthew 5 again, the words of Jesus. Ye have heard that it was said by them of old time, Thou shalt not commit adultery. But I say unto you that whosoever looketh on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery with her already in his heart. Verse 29. And if thy right eye offend thee, pluck it out and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. And if thy right hand offend thee, cut it off and cast it from thee. For it is profitable for thee that one of thy members should perish and not that thy whole body should be cast into hell. It has been said, Whosoever shall put away his wife let him give her a writing of divorcement. But Jesus said, But I say unto you, that whosoever shall put away his wife, saving for the cause of fornication, causeth her to commit adultery. And whosoever shall marry her that is divorced, committeth adultery. That statement in Matthew 5.32, I've spoken many times. And I'm sure it shocked people to think that a woman who was divorced could not remarry without committing adultery. I'm sure it shocked many people to think that whosoever would marry her that is divorced committeth adultery. The man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. These are the words of Jesus. Why are they not spoken today to the churches in this terribly evil time that we have come to? How could they not be spoken today by pastors to their churches? 
Well, I can tell you the answer to this. It would just be so shocking and unpopular that if they spoke these words, some of the church people would find another church to attend. But it doesn't change the truth of the scriptures. At the judgment seat of Christ, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, at the judgment seat of Christ, we will be judged by what we do on this earth, whether it be good or bad. Jesus says if a man divorces a faithful wife and that faithful wife remarries after divorce, she commits adultery. But her husband who divorced the faithful wife will be held accountable as the cause of her adultery. Both of them will be judged guilty. And the man who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But we are the church. We're the church. And doesn't it sound strange to us in the church? The words of Jesus? Because we haven't heard it in so long. We haven't read Matthew 5 in so long. Doesn't it sound strange to our ears? Many of you attend churches. Have you heard it taught at your church? Why not? The words of Jesus. Now from the beginning we can see from writing of Solomon from the beginning, the women have been a problem. Well, we know with Eve, she was a terrible problem. And she caused God to put a penalty on men, on the serpent, and on the woman because of what Eve did. So back to the beginning of time, women were problems. I think if they learned godly role as ordained by God, it would be a good thing for men and women both to see the way they were created according to the Bible. But Solomon shows us it was difficult to find a, a virtuous woman. Proverbs 31, start at verse 10. Who can find a virtuous woman, says Solomon? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. My limited experience with this subject in church groups has been an unusual amount of ungodliness in both men, men and women at the churches. That one of the churches, one of the men who was an elder, who had never, he should never have been an elder, he did not meet the requirement of an elder at word of faith. He did not meet the requirement. He was a divorced man, and he was out with women committing fornication at the bars, 
This is not hearsay. I point blank ask him about his girlfriend, which I'd heard about from a woman of the world who owned a coffee shop just down from my business in American Indian Arts, which I owned. She found out that I knew him from church, and she said to me, He's such a bad influence on my boyfriend. This is a man who's supposed to be an elder in the church. I went to him and I asked about this girlfriend, and he was very evasive. He was also the teacher of our singles class, which I attended. But he was very evasive when I asked about the girlfriend that I had heard about. I just finally point blank said, Are you having sexual intercourse with this girlfriend? And he said, Of course. He wasn't ashamed. I think he would have rather that I had not found out about it. But he showed no shame at all. This was in 1980. I told him, I said, you know the Bible as well as I do. I can have nothing more to do with you. I'm quoting from 1 Corinthians 5 where Paul said, if any man who's called a brother be a fornicator or covetous or idolater or a railer or a drunkard, put him away from you and don't even eat with him. I said to this man, you know the Bible as well as I do. I can have no more to do with you. I can't come to your Bible class. He said, that's right. He showed no shame. And really, he wanted that kind of woman. I knew it. I knew he did. He was not looking for a virtuous woman. He wanted the woman in the bars. Well, you're, <laughs> I doubt that your heart's going to be able to trust that kind of woman. We had a person in our church for 39 years, and she had an adult age son who was 51, I think, at the time. He and his first wife divorced, and then he and his second wife separated, and he was looking for a third wife. And I said to her, if a woman will have sex with him outside of marriage, he better mark her down as an ungodly woman. This is what the Bible teaches but it sounds strange to our ears, doesn't it? Even us who are of God. So Solomon says in Proverbs 31, Who can find a virtuous woman? For her price is far above rubies. The heart of her husband doth safely trust in her, so that he shall have no need of spoil. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. God created the woman 
to be a helpmeet for the man. That's in Genesis chapter 2. Frankly, I have not met women who think like that. The ones I've met say to me things like, Oh, what did he give you? Did he give you jewels? Did he give you flowers? Did he bring you candy? Did he bring you blah, blah, blah? Well, I've always been shocked when they've said that to me. I was not looking for that. There's something terribly wrong even in the women of the church today. Verse 12 again. She will do him good and not evil all the days of her life. She seeketh wool and flax and worketh willingly with her hands. She is like the merchant's ships. She bringeth her food from afar. She riseth also while it is yet night and giveth meat to her household and a portion to her maidens. She considereth a field and buyeth it. With the fruit of her hands, she planteth a vineyard. She girdeth her loins with strength, and strengtheneth her arms. She perceiveth that her merchandise is good. Her candle goeth not out by night. She layeth her hands to the spindle, and her hands hold the distaff. She stretcheth out her hand to the poor, She reacheth forth her hands unto the needy. She is not afraid of the snow for her household, for all her household are clothed with scarlet. She maketh herself's coverings of tapestry. Her clothing is silk and purple. Her husband is known in the gates when he sitteth among the elders of the land. She maketh fine linen and selleth it, and delivereth girdles unto the merchant. Strength and honor are her clothing, and she shall rejoice in time to come. She openeth her mouth with wisdom, and in her tongue is the law of kindness. She looketh well to the ways of her household, and eateth not the bread of idleness. Her children arise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praiseth her. Many daughters have done virtuously, but thou excellest them all. Not many women can be considered godly. Favor is deceitful and beauty is vain. But a woman that feareth the Lord, she shall be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands, and let her own works praise her in the gates. At the day of judgment, women will be very severely judged. And it will be by God, by the word, and they will be There will be much sadness and grief in those days. I want to recommend to you 
that you listen to a podcast that I recorded a few weeks ago. It is entitled, Roles Ordained by God for Men and Women as Shown Us by the Bible. These descriptions have almost totally evaporated from the churches today, from the preaching today. But they are not changed one bit by God from the time they were written in Genesis chapter 2. And each of us at the judgment seat of Christ will answer for the way that we have acted, whether it be a man or a woman, the role as set forth by God. I think it's very important that every one of us read these scriptures. And I want to recommend to you that podcast. Roles ordained by God for men and women as shown us by the Bible. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.